and welcome back <laughs> to another episode of the caffeinated banter. That little that little song you heard at the beginning was actually a lovely little rendition of Animal Crossing's KK Slider's Comrade, done by Digi Dis. Feel free to go check that out in the link in the description. It's a nice little Spanish twist to a really good song. So you guys probably noticed there was no episode last week. That's because I only had 13 minutes of a two-hour show because OBS decided to just die partway through, and I didn't Whoopsie. notice. I didn't notice until the show was over. Good job. Yeah, gold so, star. So this so this episode is going to be a mixture of new stuff mixed in with uh, some catching up from last week. And what better way to catch up than to talk about what we've been playing? Me personally, I've been playing some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, you know, and? it's an interest. Yeah, like it's it's uh, like after Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, they started pushing heavy towards like RPG, like a like an action mm -hmm. RPG, and this one oh. kind of just leaned into it like really hard, which is good. And it's also weird. <laughs> Like so, would you say does it pick up after fifteen hours? <laughs> is that is that what people have been saying? Uh, That's what's Polygon been saying. I I'm not fifteen hours <laughs> in, but I don't feel like the game is like I don't feel like there's any problems. But then again, I think hmm, okay. I think inherently the big issue with Assassin's Creed is inherently mm -hmm. if you don't like the setting then uh -huh. I don't think the story, no matter how good it's going to be, is going to do much for you. Does that make any sense? Like, I really hmm. dug Assassin's Creed Origins because it was based on Egyptian lore. That, mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. was a huge hook to me. I really dig this one because it's based off of Greek mythology. Yes. This one really appeals to me. So, I'm kind I mean, of... There has there haven't been that many games set in that setting, have there? No. Um, most of the games that we've had have been set in more modern <laughs> settings. Yeah. Uh, the early, the earliest the Assassin's Creed goes back to would be the first one. That's the earliest. Back during the Crusades. Mm -hmm. I mean, generally, that Greek setting isn't that... Uh, that isn't used that often. No, you don't. You don't usually see them do too much with this setting. So, I think now here's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to loom on this topic too much. But mm -hmm. Ubisoft, okay. homies, you guys need to get shit together with this edition bullshit because this is becoming ridiculous. So you guys know how games will have the basic edition, maybe a, a launch deluxe edition, and then like yep, collector's, collector's edition, edition right? Mm -hmm. So you have like three, you have it, it's really easy, right? You have like three editions, it's super simple. D no, no, no. Ubisoft, 2K, and like EA decide, you know what, screw the norms, we're going to have like 12 different editions. Oh, yay. So you have... <laughs> You have, let me see here, because I actually have this shit pulled up, because this is no. ridiculous. All right, so you have, <laughs> you have the basic edition, so that's just the game, right? You have okay. you have the deluxe edition, 
which is the game plus some DLC, I guess. And then you have the gold edition. Now, this one is where things get spicy because this is about $100. This comes with the oh. game, that DLC from the deluxe edition plus the season pass. This is what a lot of people oh. thought because I thought the season pass this time around was actually semi-worth my while. Uh-huh. Uh, you have the ultimate edition, which is the digital version, which is the which is a digital only version, which is yes. the gold edition, but a few extra pieces of DLC. God, <laughs> God damn it! God. Okay, we're not hey, done. Oh, oh no, strap, strap, strap in, kids. We're not done. No, How much no. is that edition? Uh, the digital, oh, the ultimate edition, it's yeah. just a little bit more than the, okay. um, than the gold, I believe. It's okay. weird because the ultimate edition is digital only. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. You would think weird. it's cheaper. So then you get into the two editions that have, I don't actually remember the top of my head, but there's two editions that both come with one statue. And these are already absurdly priced as it is. So you're talking almost $200. And then mm. you get into the ultimate, 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 ultimate edition. <laughs> because at this point, you, you, didn't, you didn't think we could go far enough. That comes with two statues. And this one is, I want to say, almost $400. Jeez. Awesome. Oh, and we're not done. No. It gets God. better because... You would think that if you've paid $400 for a fucking video... Let me guess, it does not include the game itself. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm fairly sure it does. I I, I can't... Fairly. I, the first time, will be the first time something like that happens. I can't believe we live in a world where that can actually happen, but that has happened. So if you mm-hmm. if not, you would think, right, that if you just spent four hundred dollars on a <sighs> version of a game that you've gotten everything, right? That's it. You have the complete fucking package to this game. Yeah. No, you yeah. are wrong, <laughs> sir. <sighs> so let's let's see here. <sighs> uh, there is DLC associated with being a Twitch Prime member that you can oh. only get uh-huh. from being a Twitch Prime member. All right. And, yeah. Damn. And then and then. Here's here's the kicker. There is DLC associated with Tostinos. Why? What? Why is this a thing? What? Gamers yes. have to eat. So, all right. Let me let me sum wow. this up. If you buy three packages of Tostinos pizza rolls and enter in all three codes, you get two pieces. You get two. You get an EXP boost and a two two exclusive weapons. However, if you also buy a 120 pack of pizza rolls at Walmart, you also get a special we- a special weapon. What? Twenty. Okay then. Wow. Worth it. I I don't even know if that's everything. That's just everything I've been able to figure out since the game. This so, come on. So there would make there is a very strong chance that there's actually more shit out there that I just don't know about. Yeah. Awesome. What you, so what have you guys been uh, playing? <laughs> I... <laughs> wow, I'm I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> although I'll kind of keep on. Do you guys remember Saints Row Four? 
in their special edition. Is that um, was that one million? One? Oh, that's the one million? that came with like yeah, the one million dollar special edition that came with like a car, a, lit a literal it car. Came, <laughs> it came with spy training, a virgin galactic trip to space. Came with hostage rescue experience, Aww. a brand new Toyota Prius, seven nights in the top royal suite at the Barj Al Arab. I'm butchering that name. It came with a lot of stuff. One million dollars. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I got it by the way. No, not really. Oh. <laughs> of course you do. Oh, come on. So, some people are just taking it, yeah, a little bit too serious with their yeah, collection of limited, ultimate, or super special, awesome editions. I don't but, know. Listen, you get a Prius. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm you sorry. You get a Prius. <laughs> that, that's worth it right there. Because. <laughs> Because when somebody thinks of an amazing prize to get in a contest, the Prius is what comes to mind. That is exactly. That is, the, Prius. that is the car that everyone instantly goes, you know what? I want a car in a contest. A fucking Prius. That's exactly what I wanted. Exactly. Yeah, what yeah come on. No Lamborghini, no Ferrari, no no Porsche. I want the Prius. You can't exactly. You can't, you can't pick up chicks in a Lamborghini. Chicks no. love chicks love the Prius. They do. It's nice. It's compact. It's very close. Hey, like... hey, hey girl. You, you, you know I get thirty miles a gallon in my sexy Prius. Oh damn. <laughs> Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. yeah see, it's, it's real. See, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah give, give us a little female perspective there. Prius, right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's perfect. Like I said, that's why I bought the super special awesome edition of this. <laughs> but, uh, Just because of the Prius. But, uh, anyway, yeah. so. What have I been playing? Well, since embargoes lifted, I can talk about it now. Um, I've actually been playing Disgaea. That the remake. I haven't been totally jealous since you posted that screenshot online on Twitter weeks ago. Just going to point that out there. I wasn't jealous at all. No, no, there's no bitterness. No? Oh, sweet. Okay, good. I was worried. Oh, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when we are uh, at the point of pointing fingers, um, I actually am someone who has played Octopath Traveler. <gasps> you played Octopath Traveler? Yes. Crazy. For, for the people that actually listen and not really catch up with my Twitter, um, I got a notification by someone that... Uh, pointed out that Mike, our lovely Mike, our lovely host of this uh, episode, no, am, hasn't played Octopath Traveler. Am I getting called out on the show today? Is this... Is, yes. Is, yes. Is this the hill you're trying to... Is this the hill you're trying <laughs> Excuse to me, you are calling... <laughs> yes, you are calling me out every time. Let's see if Jen is in the episode next week. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Yo. <laughs> I Yo. actually unfollowed you. <laughs> I noticed. I was a little. I was like a little hurt, but then I'm like deep down, deep down inside. Like I saw you unfollowed me, and I'm like, don't worry, she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> they, they Confidence. Always, they always come back. <laughs> <laughs> they always come back to the mic. <laughs> wow! Oh, is it is it your Prius? It's a Prius, right? Yeah, it's my Prius. It's my... Okay, it's no, there's Prius. no. Okay, so to elaborate, I have so, uh, not actually started. Yeah. Like, I got the game. It's sitting on my shelf. It is. Why? Life and me being but, unreliable. I just have like. The... What kind of edition did you get? Did you get the the collector's edition or just a normal edition? Just normal. Um, oh. Okay, that's that's a bit better. <laughs> no, like Normie. I, I wanted I wanted the the special edition, but like mm. financial started to become a problem, and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna mm. miss the game. But no. If if I had yeah. to not get the game because i couldn't get the collector because i couldn't get the collector's edition or just get the base game and still have the game mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like yeah yeah i so get what you're saying since that embargo is up fernando why don't oh. you tell me about uh disgaea one complete well what do you want to know uh, okay have Lead you played review have you have you played the original Disgaea, or is this your first time with the Disgaea game? Um, no, this is not my first Disgaea game. Um, however, it is my first time with Disgaea One. Uh, oh. The first one that I, first one that I played was D. D oh gosh, what was it called? It was like D Two or something. Oh, uh, a brighter darkness. Yes, that's the one. Oh. That's the first one that I played, and that's the one that got me hooked on tactical. RPGs. Right. So, I never played the original. I've I'm familiar with the characters because they're in the Bride of Darkness or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. I I have seen comparable uh, videos like comparing graphics and stuff. It's it's a beautiful game. I'll just say it right now. It's they did a good job, a really good job with it. Of bringing it to uh, the current, and that's the thing, right? Like, I'm really happy they did that because I think mm -hmm. that I'm kind of hoping that as much as people hate re-releases or just HD upscales of games, I think in some cases it's not always a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like bringing these games to newer consoles or the Switch, to be more yeah. precise, in many cases, isn't a bad thing. But at the same time, I can totally get why people would be like, eh, what, why, why is this game coming back out again for a complete, yeah. for, you know, yeah, even, no, even I don't... if it looks better, they're still bringing it back to a front, to a con, they're still bringing back an old game. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And uh, I mean, the way that I look at it, even with ports, is that. Yes, they're bringing back an old game, but I believe this game's like 15 years old or something. <clears throat> like, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Okay. So, 
not it's not uh, it's it was a ps2 game so i know it's not like yeah it's no spring chicken right in game terms but like for people that are 13 or 12 and coming into gaming itself i think it's a great thing to re-release old classics and honestly this gaia is a lot of fun and i've spent way too much time in the item world oh no oh no <laughs> the sky one's item world is a crapshoot you have no idea how many times i've been trapped in the item world because i physically could not get to the exit like physically the exit was inaccessible to me Either because, either because there was a wall that I couldn't get to, which was fairly common, or yeah. just the door was a location that you I just couldn't do. Or because I decided to try to fight everything, lost most of my characters, and now I just can't physically get up there. Because if I could, I would just throw my characters up there. But even then, <laughs> even then you, there's a limit of how high you can physically throw a character. Mm. Yeah. And, if the level evolves into a giant wall with a platform where the door is, and I physically can't get up there, well, guess what? My item world adventure just ended. You better have gents. You better have a Gensi's door, elsewise you're just fucking restarting your game. Yeah, and you just wasted time, and yeah, <laughs> you just wasted I, I, like two hours. <laughs> oh, such a time sink. But I don't know. There's something about it. Something addicting about it. Where you can level up you can go inside item worlds inside of your weapons make them more powerful yeah yeah see the, the thing i like about this gaia is even something simple like healing items they have stats on them so like i have a item that cures 40 hp but it also gives me six attack and six defense so if i put it on a character i increase the hp by 40 but I also get extra stat points. If I level it up via the item world, I get even more. And it's just, it's it's crazy to think about. Like, an item meant to heal can actually benefit you greatly. Oh, I love it. Happy to happy to say this is the second Disgaea game put out for the Switch. And I, I and the weird thing I learned about Disgaea 5 on Switch is it actually sold more on Switch than it sold on PS4. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's definitely a mobile I, I game. I kinda am. I kinda really? am. Yes. I see, I don't I don't know, because I think the gameplay of it, especially the item world, it lends itself better portably. But that's me. I mean, I'm a portable gamer. I love my portability. So it could be subjective, but I find it it helps. Like when you're playing for like two hours straight, if you can lie in your, in your bed and just relax, it's worth it. I, yeah, I can see that. How about you, Jennifer? Uh -huh. what, have you, what, have, what has been taking up all of your time? Mm. <laughs> well, um... Yeah, Octopath Traveler, obviously, and actually, I was, um, yeah, returning back to Stardew Valley, um, and uh, on my Xbox, though, and um, with this, this 
uh, months was uh, with games with gold was uh, overcooked, and I actually really liked it. One, <laughs> and it's for free. Woohoo! So uh, I heard that this uh, was a big hit, and uh, I somehow missed out on uh, each. Uh, yeah, the first uh, one and the second one too, and uh, yeah. So this was a perfect. Uh, yeah, opportunity to uh, finally start it, and that's what's keeping me yeah. busy, game-wise. Now, normally I would pass the mic over to, to my buddy Cold Death, but it looks like he's having internet <laughs> problems at the moment, so we are going to continue the show without him until he, we makes miss you. His, until he makes his stunning return. So, last episode that did not get posted... <laughs> <laughs> We uh, had continued our discussion of Telltale. Now, Telltale hasn't been able to stop giving us stuff to talk about every single week. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to cover the Telltale story from the beginning, a short, a short recap, and then we'll jump into where we are from last week to this week. And that should cover the entire story. So, we shuttered 250 members of their staff, leaving a very small number of their staff. The staff was fired with only 30 minutes notice, told to gather their stuff and leave the premise. They were not given severance pay, and their, in their insurance was only going to cover them for the rest of the month. Now... Shortly after this happened, or within a few days after this happened, we found out that Telltale was going to keep a skeleton crew and were looking for investors to potentially help them finish the development of the game, which led to all kinds of problems. Like, how, how are you going to bring in other staff to do the staff that you just fired job without actually paying the staff that you just let go? Yeah, lots of, yeah. Lots of yeah. questions there. Now... Where the story gets a little stranger is soon after that happened, there was a class action lawsuit filed against Telltale from one of the the original employees who was let go, claiming that they were not saying that they were not given proper time to prepare for such for being let go, and uh, it's more than likely going to go through. Now the the court case hasn't started yet, but more than likely a very large number of the staff are going to sign this thing, and Telltale is somehow going to have to pay back the back to pay the severance and the medical and payback do medical insurance to all these people i don't know how they're going to pull that off i didn't i feel like if telltale was having financial problems they wouldn't be able to not the point so where are we now well telltale just finds new and more impressive ways to surprise all of us because as of the last few days we had only just now recently come to find out that telltale has dropped a considerable number of the skeleton crew. <laughs> the, the skeleton crew that they had, 25 people, a very large amount of them, if not all of them, were let go. Now, the bright now the bright side, I use finger quotes there, is that a what's the what's the company's name? Basically the company that the owner that the guy who wrote the the Walking Dead, uh, Kirkman Skybound Sky? Entertainment, Sky, yeah. yeah, Skybound mm -hmm. is going to be taking over the development and publishing of the Walking Dead final season. 
which is great mm -hmm. for the people who bought it. Not sure how this is going to pan out for the people who got let go, though. But I guess if you're, I guess from a consumer standpoint, at least you're going to get what you paid for. Hopefully better than what Telltale would have delivered. Just saying. <laughs> Hopefully better than what Telltale would have delivered. Look, look, we can sit here and wax poetic about it's a sad case for a, a game company to go out of business. But writing was on the wall here, kids. Telltale wasn't doing that great to begin with. So yeah. we can hope that this yeah. product that this team is going to be doing is going to be better than what Telltale would deliver. Hopefully. Yeah. And that is the story of Telltale, the autopsy. Yeah, the... so far. Oh, my. I know, right? Every time I think it... the story's over. It... We get mm. something new. Yeah, yeah true. Um, it's true. Didn't... Didn't it say in the article that um, Kirkman was thinking about bringing in a lot of the old developers? Yeah, I've seen that. Um, uh, Skybound, it says, according to one of the articles, Skybound will work with members of the original Telltale team to finish the story, though nothing is finalized. So, okay. we don't know. There's still a lot of details here that have not been, obviously figured out divulge yeah, yeah there's a lot of details here obviously i don't think he's gonna i don't think skybound's gonna be able to bring back all the original crew who worked at telltale to work on this obviously so <laughs> but i think for at least some of that crew who needs a job who need a job there's a strong chance they're gonna be able to get work and mm. some work is better than nothing and i think more likely this is probably gonna be better conditions than what they would have been working in exactly and they're probably going to get paid through Skybound. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a plus. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure the guy who created The Walking Dead can afford to pay them. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure that should be a problem. You never know. Yeah. The, the thing is, he has a personal interest that this case won't go. Yeah. It won't, it won't hit uh, the yeah. fan. No? And uh. that's. That's the thing that I was actually concerned about. If this would, whatever <laughs> Telte um, would have ended up with, um, if this would have happened and then they would actually finish the two remaining episodes, would they be do justice or would they be just yeah. rushed out? Would they be shit or something like that? And um, the thing is that he actually took the series um, from Telltale under his wing was actually something, yeah, it's the best thing in a worst case scenario that could have happened to the game. So, right. The best yeah. thing that could have happened. Mm, and um, <clears throat> I just want to um, say something on a different note. Um, regarding the tv show uh, one of the actor actually died yesterday i guess it was yes. um, scott, wilson. scott wilson yes yeah. he played herschel he played herschel green and yeah it was really sad i actually saw him in person um when was it not this 2007 right now it was attending a walker stalker con and 
everyone from the cast is actually really really nice and they treat you like family and that's something that's wow. very rare i think <laughs> if you sometimes it's just like i don't go to any conventions it was my first one it was a big convention and um i'm going to wrap this up a little bit yeah because it's out of topic but um you actually felt like family and some people were not quite satisfied with uh, the orga organization of the whole con but i gotta say it was my first con i was super happy with it i got to see a lot of the actors and they're actually sitting in the hall of course you have to form a line around them but they are actually sitting there and then you have to you can go up to them of course you have to pay <laughs> Um, yeah. not just the, the entrance fee, but you have actually to, you got to pay for a, a selfie or an autograph or something like that. But everyone mm -hmm. took their time with you and he was there as well. I was seeing him from, from afar. I mean, Scott Wilson, and he was just as nice as the others, even though he had passed away. I don't know how many seasons before. And, um, the thing is, uh, Kirkman is, actually also attending every premiere and also I think he is on every cruise they actually do a walker stalker cruise where you can go on an actual cruise ride with the cast and then you can actually go up to them talk with them and do you spend time with them on the cruise ship and he's attending on these events he's attending on a lot of conventions and so even if it's not related too directly to the series. I mean, you get some characters like, um, yeah, you got Herschel there at the beginning in season one, and then you got Glenn, but he departed for some friends in Atlanta in uh, yeah episode one or two or what. At least you can see some of the original cast. And um, yeah, on an end note, I'm happy to think went to his hands and he really cares about the series regarding yeah. if it's the tv show or the um the uh, spin-off that telltale actually made into a video game so yeah it's kind of sad that, it, that things like that happened and yeah but um yeah like i said i think it's the best thing that could happen to the series in this worst case scenario that mm. Telltale was actually facing. But like yeah. on a similar note to Telltale, and this kind of applies mm. to like the whole gaming industry. So like, do you possibly think that if this lawsuit happens, right, this lawsuit goes through and they win, do you actually foresee other devs maybe trying to fix the problem with like the crunch environment in gaming? Because um. I mean, like, yeah, kind of. I mean, we've gotten reports of uh, some uh, companies doing that. I can't recall any off the top of my head right now, but I do remember hearing. I just I bring this up because there was a tweet on Twitter that had uh, hit my feed, and it was yeah. I don't know who wrote it. Um. It was something along the lines of you can't complain 
you can't complain about game development unless you know you can't complain about like the problems with game development unless you're actually involved in development or something along those lines mm-hmm. i don't want to mischaracterize mm-hmm. the tweet too much so i'm not going to try to like quote the tweet the point i want to mm-hmm. make specifically is when you see shit like this in the game development world it's kind of easy for people to be like why would i want to do that <laughs> like <laughs> what like Yo, I wouldn't like I, I yeah. look even even if I had the talent, I still wouldn't want to. This is one of those things I feel like in a lot of ways I almost want it, like people might want to say that indie development is better in some ways, but I feel like that would be worse because that's on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I yeah, I like, uh, Well, I I would I would say mm, the thing is, I it's not it's not the, the actual field that I was working in, but bigger companies, I would like to. Of course, there are some people or some companies that go a total different direction. But if you are a big fish, um, sometimes it's just yeah, you can work for us, so you can eat shit. Otherwise, when you work for us. So Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I am kind of, you know, feeling because when you are in a smaller um, company, you actually, yeah, it's, it's something more that falls into your lab and you are more, you know, you have to, yeah, coordinate the team and you have to, yeah, you, you have to actually, uh, yeah, contact with everyone yeah. on your team. And yeah. if you're 250 people, I was working for a 250, uh, yeah, people, company thingy. And then you, you just, yeah, I, I was good at recognizing people, but sometimes it was really, really hard when some people just kept, coming in and they started working when you were off on holiday sometimes you saw someone and you were like shit does he belong here or do i have to ask him what he's doing here on a side note i was working at the front desk so um and i think it's it's just like like that in a, in a bigger company too so they treat you a little bit more like shit just because they can and they were like yeah if you were quitting or leaving the next day it's good for you we have 200 under uh, other people just mm-hmm. working the shit you do they mm-hmm. can catch up what you actually would leave behind and that's mm-hmm. the right. thing when you're yeah. the bigger companies it's not a huge deal to lose someone on the mm-hmm. lower part of the totem yeah. pole because it's like yeah. okay mm-hmm. fine quit homie we got <laughs> yo we got resumes <laughs> We got stacks on stacks of resumes yeah. in the HR office. Exactly. We can give somebody else a call. You're you're dispensable. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's exactly you're dispensable. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it, not only that, but like if you're in a big company, it's not as close knit as it would be if you worked in a small studio. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like Jen was saying, um, you might see people but you it's like you don't know them kind of thing Uh, don't know them as well you might know see them around you know at the water cooler or whatever 
but you don't know yeah. them. If you work at a smaller yeah. company, you know everyone. Not yeah, only that, yeah. but yeah. working in a a bigger company, I feel you get more pressured to do stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you have insane, insane amounts of money going into development. Mm. So it's like, yeah, the company's going to be like, hey, we got to get this done. We are $200 million in the hole or whatever, and we have to get this game done so we can ship and hopefully make the money back or whatever. Mm. So I kind of think working at an indie company would be better in a way because you have a smaller amount of money, you have more freedom, you know your co-workers way better and sometimes mm. that chemistry can actually go into making a game that much more enjoyable yeah you know the there's there's, mm. there's not that disconnect so to right. speak mm. excellent the, the thing is if you have a bigger company decisions are so slowly made Sometimes oh. it's ridiculous. Sometimes if you have to communicate over department and department, I don't know how it is in the gaming industry, but I can imagine that it is, yeah, similar. So, yeah. and the, but the thing is, if you are working at, I don't know, Ubisoft or EA, everybody, if you are looking for another job, knows what you did and, um, or what you do. And if you are working for an indie developer, you have to explain a little bit more. And I think also the company knew that they can ask a little bit more of you because there's a name, a brand behind them. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you work for EA. What do you expect? You have to do overtime. You have to do this, this or that. Sometimes it's like that, but it's just like, yeah. But if you go, somewhere and you say you work for ea everybody knows yeah right. big brands have big reputations yeah and then i think they can pull a little bit more of than an indie developer would do somehow no. I w that's my opinion and if you pull something on i don't know let's say miss miller and she works in I don't know, she's sound technician or whatever. And uh, I don't think that Mr. I don't know, give me a name. Mr. Smith. <laughs> Mr. Smith in um, development, here's what they do um, to Miss Miller. You know, it's just kind of, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. The good right. and the bad. Yeah. So, mm. It's, it's difficult. It's just difficult. I don't want to shade anyone. I don't want to shade anything. I don't know if it's EA or Ubisoft that do something like that, but it's just, I'm just speaking in general for bigger mm -hmm. companies in my experience. And it's not that they are all bad, but it's just, yeah, it's my personal experience and mm. if i had to choose between bigger or a smaller company i would always go to the smaller company jennifer if you need me to throw shade all you gotta do is send me a message i'll throw some shade don't worry i ain't i ain't afraid i will throw all, <laughs> the shade, all of it just ask all right me. go for it 
Oh my god, just just tell me if you need me to throw shade at. I will throw all of the shade. I am not scared. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Not Good. afraid. There's no fear in my body. I will throw mad amounts of shade at people. Holy. Yeah. You're confident. Oh, yeah. Blinding. Oh, you, you have no idea. You. Have... <laughs> Next up on the docket is Sony. My, my homies at Sony might actually, I can't believe I'm saying this, after almost two generations, might actually be allowing people to change their PSN names. Praise the Lord. <gasps> oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Praise Kazarai for allowing us to maybe finally be able to change our usernames <laughs> after God knows how many years. Oh my God. <laughs> So now, now I don't have to be known as XXX Pussy Slayer. Yes. Here's what I don't get, man. Because Sony, <laughs> Sony illustrated why they hadn't implemented this feature earlier is because they wanted it to be transparent. The logic is, is yeah. that if we allow users to just change their usernames, then people could like harass people and then change their username and continue harassing them under a different name or mm -hmm. something. Which okay. But I'm assuming if I block you, that's not a username block. That's an account block, right? Yeah. Like, right. So what difference does it make? Like, if you're harassing it... me and I can just block you, then I don't, like... Exactly. It doesn't do anything. To, yeah, they're going to have to make, if they, and if they're that, if they're that determined to harass me, they're going to make another account, then there's clearly bigger problems with the person than there is the system. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, hey, you know what? Don't put it. Don't put it past anyone to do. There's some. There's some. There's some special snowflakes out there. Oh, I don't doubt it. Oh, I don't doubt it at all. I I have drawn mm. on the ire of many individuals in my day, so I don't doubt that there are people who would harass Mike. me on one username, get blocked, make a new username, and continue to harass me. I don't doubt it. Rebellious man, and rebellious. I, I'm not gonna say I had it coming, huh. but I might, <laughs> I might have it coming. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm gonna have it coming at some point. I'll let you guys know when that when that harassment eventually happens. <laughs> so uh, tune in next week. Tune in next week when I talk about the horrible amounts of harassment Bing. I've gotten since this podcast aired. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And in okay. Other on a, with... on a... Oh, sorry. Mm. Um, on a... <laughs> yeah, I was. Were you going to talk about what CDs are up to? Uh, yeah. Is he... no. What is? Um, there seems to be a problem on the ISP side, and it's not actually clear how long that will take to uh, figure out. So, um, really? yeah, I oh, think. I guess... This episode he, is just not gonna have cold. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't he have uh, data? Oh, tell him to go to a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Hey, when do a coffee at shop? 10, you can do it in the park in Germany. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, our our uh, coffee shops are open twenty four hours, so. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's across the ocean time works a little bit different here especially <laughs> on a sunday <laughs> true we true. don't 
on mm-hmm. a slightly different note with Sony. There's a, there's <laughs> Sorry. A new, there's a new Sony patent with speculations that maybe the PS5 will have backwards compatibility. Now. No. I, look, look. No, am, we can't. I am an incredibly cynical human being. Miserable at times. And even I have to look at this and go, really, though? Because, look, at best, it's going to have PS4 compatibility, right? Because they're not going to go that far back. They're going to give it PS4 compatibility, which would be okay, I guess. Look, I just have issue with this notion of getting rid of your last generation console every generation. I just don't see the utility in that. If you don't like the platform, get rid of it. Fine, but... Getting rid of a platform just because it's the last platform seems silly. Yeah. To me, at least. I just I can't get behind that. So even if this thing does have backwards compatibility, which, like I said, if it does, it's only going to be with PS4 games. It's, I mean, that would be the most I'd expect out of them. I'd be really surprised if it went back any more than PS4. No, like, it won't. PS4 games. <laughs> You gotta you gotta keep in mind the PS1 classics coming out. So if the if this patent means backwards compatibility with all the systems, they've just eliminated their PS1 classic. So no one's gonna buy it. So everyone's gonna be like, well, I can just buy a PS5, get the newest games, and still play PS1. And not only do I have a wider selection because I can play my own PS1 library. But I can also play PS2, PS3. I think think the bigger issue I have with this current generation isn't even like the backwards compatibility. I mean, that is a problem. It's more like, okay, if I bought um, Final Fantasy VII on PS3, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So why make me buy it again? I, I own it on your platform. It's on your network, Sony. Just let me play it on my PS4. There's clearly nothing <laughs> stopping you. Like, yeah. what? Why? So you can upscale it? Come on, man. Final Fantasy VII is not that good looking of a game. I love yeah. the game, and it's not that good looking of a game. It really isn't, <laughs> Sony. No. You're, not, you're not fooling me, Sony. You're not, no. you're not fooling anybody. That game is not that good looking that it needs an up-res. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what I find funny is that your th- this very thing happens with every platform. Like Nintendo, you had to rebuy games on every console. And I'm only really referring to digital. I think digital stuff should be allowed to follow me. It they should it should be. Uh, digital and- stuff should be allowed in most cases. To follow yeah. me from generation to generation, because I agree. That, because at that point, that's no longer me having to put in a disc. That's me running an EXE file. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's running. It's running a glorified EXE file here. Yeah, and, and I I understand yeah. that like PS3 games are a little bit more complicated, but in mm-hmm. most cases, if if I have a copy of Stardew Valley on PS4 and PS5 comes out, there's no reason why I should not be able to move that copy to my PS5. That is absurd. I don't I don't feel like that's going to be reasonable because 
inevitably, what's what like inevitably we all know that these older services are going to get shut down. We know that. It's surprising yeah. that they haven't shut down the PS3 servers yet. That blows my mind straight, straight out of the right side of my head. Every day I wake up and my PS3 still works. Jeez, your world must be messy. Like every day I wake up, it's just like out the side, out the one side of my head every single day. And I do repaint your wall a couple I of do. times. It's, I live yes. in an apartment, dude. So you you know my you know my deposit is just gone. Like I'm yeah. never getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just gone. Me getting my deposit's not happening. Take a black light to it. But Oof. Like, what kills me? What kills me is like digital stuff should be allowed to move with me. I think that's absurd. Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Even, if you don't want to be able to have compatibility for me to run my discs, so be it. But if I bought the damn thing digital, you have no excuse, like, at all. Yeah. I should not, you know, I shouldn't have to buy a new copy of the game digitally because I want to play it on, a, on, a, on my modern platform. That is stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree. And you know what? You know who does this really well? Mm. Apple. I can buy an app. Like I've have I have games from my iPhone 4 days that I still have on my phone and I have an iPhone 8 plus. Didn't have to rebuy them. Nothing. And, and that's right that not only is good for the consumer but I went I went Android for a year. I decided, hey, I'm going to switch to Android to see what all the fuss is about. And my girlfriend at the time, she had a Samsung, and she wanted me to go Android. And I I guess I was whipped, so I went Android. The worst phone I've ever had. So for And it only... Sorry, it was. I had the Nexus 5. I was locked out of the store. I could not go into the store. No matter how it support... Nothing. Support could not help me. I'm like, well, then what? Like, no. But the fact that I had the games for Apple and I could just buy a new phone and have all my games back, that convinced me. Just, you know what? I'm going to go back to Apple and I'm going to stay there. (laughs) I'm staying on this (laughs) side of the fence, damn it. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not. You know what? I'm too out of shape. I can't go over the fence again. I think Nintendo in some way annoys me the most with some of this nonsense because Nintendo has like the worst habit. Like, all right, great example. The Wii's Virtual Console had Chrono Trigger for SNES on it. All right. Okay. You would think when the Wii U came out, when I got my Wii U, I was I wasn't I didn't have a Wii. I just bought I had a Wii, and I gave it to my brothers. I wasn't even using that Wii, and then I bought a Wii U. So. I was like, yo, I'm going to get on the Wii U's virtual console and pick me up a copy of Chrono Trigger. That's what I was going to do. Uh, you couldn't huh. because the Wii U's virtual console did not have Chrono Trigger on it. But the Wii's virtual console shop, eShop, has <laughs> Chrono Trigger on it. Which now, yeah. if you want Chrono Trigger on one of those consoles, you can't even get it now because the Wii's eShop is now defunct. They shut it down. So, like, the fu- wh- why? Because this, oh, this literally makes no sense. If you're going to have hmm. games on one platform digitally, 
and they're all taking up the same server space. And then you make a brand new console and what half the library is no longer there arbitrarily. <laughs> what? Did I don't know. About did your, did your license not extend to the next yeah. console you would inevitably be putting out? Then you are, then you made a terrible contract. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh Just, yeah. I don't get that either. Actually. I don't get it. Like, I don't mind supporting companies. Like, that's the thing, mm. right? Like, yeah. Because it boils down to two things. Either A, I don't buy it um, out of mm -hmm. revolts against <laughs> the system. <laughs> yeah. Or B, I buy it and end up buying a game I've already bought a second time. Mm. Which... I'm not okay with, I'm not happy with, I don't want to do. I get it. It's me being silly, but like, ugh, guys, just. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that either, though. If I, yeah, sometimes I'm stubborn as hell regarding that as well. I <laughs> actually, and uh, I actually, even though many people won't share my opinion, I don't will. I don't get any of the Final Fantasy titles for my Switch because I have them so often on other consoles. I don't need it on my Switch as well. It's great yeah. that they are coming yeah. there. Scott, I totally agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. makes sense. The the thing is, companies just recycle old games and it's great to to play them again but at some point people get tired of it i hope at least but i don't see really the the yeah the the plus point on everything you 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 got the same game i don't know 10 times on different different things i don't know i have actually i bought Final Fantasy VIII twice, one, one for the PC, the, and the other one was, yeah, the, the normal disc for the PlayStation. Why would I, even though this is, the, this is a bad, bad example, because this is the only title that is not re releasing on Switch. But if, and we are just speaking if, this would happen, why would I have it a third time? I can so, play it on my PlayStation. Yeah. So let's have that conversation about owning a game too many times because I might be the one. <laughs> I'm about to embarrass myself on on the show today. Okay. All right. Are you are you kids ready? Excited? Yes. yes. I own Final Fantasy VII. All right. I hope y'all ready. Now seven I times. No, I don't think it's seven times. <laughs> Not yet. I don't think it's that many times. <laughs> I want to say four. What? Okay. I think four. I think, I, think, I think I bought it four times. I have the original disc for PS1. Okay. Uh -huh. I got it digitally for PS3. Okay. Okay. Digitally for PS4. Okay. And for okay. the PC. Huh. All right. I look. I didn't say I was a good consumer. I just said I have a problem. Yeah. 
<laughs> you are a fan. <laughs> Yo, you can't, you, well, can't okay. sh- you can't shame me. I'm sorry. I, I have no No, shame. that's... It's okay. I mean, Final Fantasy VII was a good game. It's all right. And I get it. Many people maybe want to get it and they weren't able to afford the PlayStation 3 or 4 or whatever. And they lost or sold their copy, you know, for the original PlayStation. That's not that's not my case, though. <laughs> no. He's just, he's just obsessed. <laughs> he's just obsessed. You you can't you can, there's there's no excusing me. You can't. You know, the, the thing is, you you went. I don't know. You 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 went really safe on that. You were like, okay, what if my PlayStation One breaks? Then I have three copies there. What if? <laughs> As she sits here and tries to rationalize my irrational decisions. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, everyone can do what they want with their money. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't do it, and not too often. Eh? Even though I love um, Octopath Traveler to death, <laughs> owning it one time is enough <laughs> because I already have. Hours in it, and that's okay. But, but yeah. What if, what if, hey! CD is back. Hello there. Hi, whoa. Hello. Welcome back. Hi, CD. So, how do I sound? You sound you perfect. You sound awesome. All right. Because uh, I'm just in with mobile data right now. Oh, okay. So, with phone headset. It actually sounds really good. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. It it's, it's cool. sounds good. It sounds, sounds good enough for podcasting. I think you'll be fine. Exactly. That is that's great then. That is the byline for this show. It's good enough. And, <laughs> and you know what? You, you came at the most perfect time because we were oh, really? we were picking on Mike for his obsession <laughs> with Nancy. Seven. So do you have anything so... to say? Obsession of what exactly now? Uh, okay. Final Fantasy VII. No, it's not seven. It's me reowning. It's me owning games multiple times. That's that's what they're really picking on mm-hmm. me here for. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, we so all how many did versions it, do but... you have? Oh, okay, okay. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go there, don't we? Um, yes. Four. <laughs> He's a first. Has a problem. So that would be probably the original yeah. one on Steam, mm-hmm. one on some other console, or rather two on other consoles, I guess. And here's hmm. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't justify my bad decisions. <laughs> um, you just acknowledge them. Yeah. I I have no trouble acknowledging the bad choices I make. I know they're bad choices. <laughs> I can't even use the excuse of, well, I bought this version just in case this version breaks. Like, I can't even, that, <laughs> that's not even a reasonable excuse in today's era. Like, no, see, I bought the PS4 version just in case my PS3 decides to break. I bought the PC version just in case my PS4 decides to break. Are you going to buy the Switch version just in case your PS4 decides to break? No. <laughs> no, not at all. That's oh, no, okay. I have I have no look, I am trying to cut back 
on like the reowning shit because even I can start to acknowledge when it gets a little absurd. Unless it's made by NIS, then I don't know restraint, yes. control, common sense. Not a boy. Not a boy. I don't. Well, like, for most NIS games, I think three versions is the max so far. Like, I don't want to talk about it because it's painful for me to have to acknowledge my faults. And as you may or may not know, crew, I don't have any faults. I am mm. perfect Obviously. Oh, yeah. way, shape, and form. Of course. And You're anyone perfect. Who, anyone who disagrees with this is instantly kicked off the show. So <laughs> moving on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I... I run this show with an iron fist. <laughs> so what is the next topic? Actually, it, next was the, topic? it was the thing you wanted to put on. The Mega Man Yay! live action movie. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like the um, Capcom is on a run in terms of live action <laughs> movies. Just recently, then the Mega Man uh, movie, and well, we'll see how that goes. What do you think? Uh, Mega Man, a great franchise, never had any faults with it, right? No. Adaptation's always perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Ba Battle Network <laughs> never happened. <laughs> So, will they make a um, remix of uh, Super Fighting Robot for the intro? I kind of hope they do now. I don't hope they do. I hope I kind of <laughs> I kind of hope the movie the movie uh, trailer. How I hope the movie poster is like the box art for Mega Man One. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> You're saying this whole thing to fail before it starts. Mm. <laughs> well, it's a live action adaptation of a video game, so um, yeah. the chances set, are high for the bar that. Set low. You, you although, although, yeah. although, I do want to say, if Netflix gets involved, I mean, their Death Note ad adaptation, not that bad. Uh, it wasn't uh, horrible. It could have been a lot worse. No, this is going to be a Hollywood-made film. You think, wait, hold up, hold up. No, I, it I, could have been worse. I take personal, you think it could have been worse? How? Oh. How could it have been worse? In what way? It could have been, could have been Dragon Ball. I'm sorry, but Dragon Ball Evolution is like the pinnacle of awful. Is it evolution? I don't know what it was called. It was that bad. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Everybody, this is uh, Fernando's last show, so <laughs> I'm not, I'm not justifying that with a response. <laughs> you like Dragon Ball? No, oh, I didn't. On, I just, I just can't right. imagine the Death Note American movie being worse than it already is. I just feel like that's a really, yeah. Outside I don't know. Of, outside of making it an indie film, which uh, apparently Mazioka, uh, who did Heroes, is going to be involved as a producer. I mean, 
mean, if mm-hmm. Japan, oh. if Japan's the only one doing it for Mega Man, it might work out. I mean, they did, they did a Phoenix. Uh, right? It's not they only Japan a... because it's Hollywood made. Oh, I mean, yeah. Phoenix oh Wright well, then we're screwed. Did live action, and those those turned out all right. I mean, their biggest downfall mm-hmm. was you're trying to cram a multi-hour-long gameplay case into like a smaller mm-hmm. time frame. Yeah. So that but, was mm-hmm. their biggest fault. Yeah, if they keep the scope low enough still... for this, then it could work. Mm. But see, the thing with Phoenix Wright is it doesn't have any supernatural elements to it. Like there wouldn't have um, as much. Wait a second! I haven't even I, I haven't played the game, and even I know uh, I know that's that's wrong. There, there's Ooh. some. There's a little bit of yeah, supernatural. Some. A little bit. It's not. Mm-hmm. For the for the for the case of this conversation, it's not like a mass amount of supernatural nonsense. It's they... no, they could have picked a worse, uh, a much more complicated case. Yeah. <laughs> so. So uh, that next story, huh? Yeah, can't can't have a show without Nintendo news. Got to switch it uh, up, right? Right. <laughs> right, guys. Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. news. Yeah, with, ca- okay. with, with some caffeinated banter, right? right? Woo! So apparently, Nintendo is working on a new Switch model. Now, I already have an inkling why they're doing this. Uh, part oh. of the reason why they're doing this is probably to fill in the gap in the Tegra chip that they have in the current switch model to uh stamp out mm-hmm. the yeah mm-hmm. that security problem is definitely gonna be a reason yeah i think that's a big one here's the thing i don't necessarily think nintendo is i think i've said this before i don't think nintendo is going to go the new 3ds route i don't see them doing that yeah. they didn't do no. much with the new part of the new 3ds outside of like one game mm-hmm well, two games. Two, yeah. Fire Emblem. Was that a new 3DS only? I didn't play yeah, it. Yeah, Fire Emblem Warriors, I believe, was 3DS, new 3DS only. Oh. And, and one of the newly announced games, the Kirby one, I think it was, is also new 3DS only. Oh. Um, one I of the didn't things, know that. One of the things I did read about for this new Switch model is potentially a better screen. Hmm. Uh, that's, okay. some of the, that's some of the speculation going in. I will be 100% with you guys. When I started playing my Switch, I was unaware that the Switch was using an LCD screen. Because the screen looks really good. I think the Switch screen... Mm-hmm. Yeah, LCD screens can look good. Yeah. It, Definitely. I it's, it's obvious they're not picking like cheaper LCD screens like the uh, PS Vita Mini or the, PS, the, the, the cheaper PS Vita screens. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't I, too bad, though. See, yeah, I keep forgetting. The only reason why I might think it's a step down is because I have one. I mean, the the, the first one was an OLED screen, so yeah, that's that, going to be immediately noticeable. I keep forgetting. I'm a little biased on that one. Whoops. I mean, if LCDs can't win against OLED in terms of display quality, so that's no, no surprise there. I just... I'm curious to see if Nintendo's going to do anything significant with 
this? I mm. just, I don't, I don't think they would like nothing... after this. After this short amount of time, I wonder what they could, uh, what would be reasonable. They might do small, small improvements here and there, but I don't think either that they're gonna change much. Maybe finally implement Bluetooth for like headphones or something. I mean, that's built in already. I don't know why they don't let you use it. That just seems silly, but okay. That's cool. It depends if that's maybe if that's maybe a problem with the connection to the Joy-Cons, if you use them as wireless or the uh the pro controller. And on top of that, we don't know. They're saying a new Switch model, but is this... Because I didn't read too much into this. I heard, I heard a little bit about it. Are we just talking mm-hmm. like a new SKU number? Where they just change out the processor and call it a day and not say anything? Or is this going to be like a legitimate like new type uh, of thing? Like, like, yeah. the, like the Game Boy Advance to, S, to SP. You know what I mean? Are we yeah. talking like that? Mm-hmm. Or is like a brand new piece of hardware? Or yeah. n- new piece of hardware versus like they make a small revision and they keep the same box and everything else. And uh, isn't how recent out? the switch is? Probably a small change, just small switch. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like you have to. For me, I think that they'll probably try to correspond with the release of the new uh, cartridges. That are supposed to come out next year too. 64 gigs, I think. Yeah, those are supposed to come out uh, early in the year. Oh, and the new Switch model is uh, at least rumored to come out in the second half of the year. Okay. So what you're, tell- what you're telling me is I should start I getting ready to hawk my uh, Switch on eBay because I'm about to make a killing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Yeah. I don't really think the cartridges are gonna require any different changes. Uh, so I don't well, see a might, connection there, really. Well, they might wanna, with the increase of memory. I'm just thinking like it'll probably increase development and what developers do in regards to power. So they might wanna toughen up the switch itself. Well, if they're gonna do some hardware changes, then yeah, but. I don't really think so. Not yeah, this early the after the original out. release. The Switch mm-hmm. has only been out for, what, about a year and a half? Give or take? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that would be two and a half years when the if that comes out. That's two and a half years. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little... It's a little... I mean, about halfway through? That's a midlife revision. That's not... Yeah. I mean, assume, assuming this console follows like a four-year life cycle. That's about a, mm-hmm. mid, a mid-ish life revision. So, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, 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 I firmly think Nintendo should stick with the, if it's not broken too badly, don't fix it. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I actually hope that they do something um, about the... Yeah, the dog situation because um, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I actually uh, when I was um, yeah looking in the store for new um, 
games and um, I overheard some some yeah some people or families um, discussing if they should get a switch or not. I actually had one little guy and he was begging his mother to buy him one and uh, she was not really sold on the idea but the the little guy was actually really good um, yeah informed about it and he actually said to his mother um, he has to get a protective screen um, yeah a, a screen protector for the switch because he read that there were so many issues with scratches in it and that, that was actually really surprising for me because the the kid was about, I would say, seven or so. Yo, but, um, that's I mean, as hell. Yeah. Uh -huh. I was really, really surprised. And I was overhearing because they were debating if they should get a Switch or not. And I was like, ooh, if they do, I will stick around and recommend some screen protection <laughs> to them. <laughs> um, but he actually said it himself. And he was really young. And I was really surprised. He was really informed. And this was, OK. He knows what he's talking about. I can move away. But yeah, some people might buy this for Christmas for their grandchildren or something like that. And I actually, my cousin has a four-year-old son and he is rough on that switch. It breaks my heart every time I'm visiting her. And I'm just like, oh, oh my God, that switch It's so, oh. And yeah, I hope they do something about that because he is really, really not sensitive with this thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. they they should. That's, that's that's kind of a one part where they drop the ball a bit. But I mean, given mm -hmm. that they skew younger in audiences, generally they really should have yeah. been aware of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those and families actually, because yeah, Nintendo mm -hmm. was always um, family friendly and yeah. But yeah, even I actually. The reason they made the thing plastic, like they made the console yeah. primarily plastic for kids. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they even had um this this bitter um taste to the to the cartridges. Yeah. So oh, yeah, the child yeah. won't get them. Ah. <laughs> I wait, mean, wait, wait. which prompt? I... Which promptly all game journalists of yeah. certain oh, sites God. had to try out. <laughs> yes. I didn't. I didn't. I, I they, didn't. I couldn't. That's why I they, mentioned certain uh, sites. Just, that starts with I. I kind of. Or P. Or K. I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder, like, if Nintendo would have been like, "Yeah, our cartridges, our carts have a coating on it that will make you vomit if you try to digest it." Oh. I kind of wonder, you know like, I kind of wonder how many of those sites would have tried at that point. I feel like they still would do it just oh, yeah. for they, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I they probably they... would have released a censored video of it. Oh, they would probably <laughs> do it for clicks. I don't <laughs> doubt for a second. Yeah, they would absolutely. Would... You only see a technical problems uh, overlay, and in the background, you hear. Oh. <laughs> 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 Maybe Nintendo can make some some different flavors, you know. <laughs> Warm it. Yeah. Just 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 like the jelly beans in, in yeah, okay. I don't know, Harry Potter in or Harry what Potter? they what they Yeah, what they what are they called? Rotten egg and something like the yeah, flavors, the, booger. Yeah. <laughs> they have like puke flavor and 
Oh. Yeah, Dumbledore keeps getting earwax. I don't know why his luck oh, is so yeah. He keeps getting, yeah. like, the worst possible flavors imaginable. I know. Poor guy. Yeah. Like, I just kind of feel like <laughs> Nintendo built this thing, like, alright. So Nintendo has always been, like, for the kids, right? Even though, yeah. like, mm. they, dem they demographically point towards the kids, but I kind of wondered, are the actual people who, like, the, most people who are buying the games skew older, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's one of those weird yeah. things where, like, your marketing would, is probably... I would say it's always a comparison. If you compare with, for example, Sony and Microsoft, it's probably the average is probably a bit younger with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, okay. Got it. Makes sense. I would say that, too. Yeah, the, the exclusive that Nintendo has is actually mm. more yeah, targeted at the younger audience. Yeah, Those with Mario. The 3DS Zelda. is probably youngest. Though, I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody out there, but I kind of question the kids who picked up Animal Crossing and were like, "This is great." I love Animal Crossing to death, man. But kids, though. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. Heart like Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing have always been those kind of games that I just don't see a lot of like kids kids playing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like as far as like what I would imagine like a kid would want to play. You know what I mean? Like if I could put myself back in like my ten year old body, yeah, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be picking up Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing. <coughs> just throwing just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. That's just me. I'm I'm one man. Mm -hmm in the middle of a, a giant world so what would i know mm, i would actually agree because if i could pick up a game as a child and then say i don't know jumping around platforms with a plumber or paying of my house <laughs> i just i just don't see that many kids being into interior design but that you know i don't know I don't know. Yeah. You never Mortgage know. Simulator 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy home designer because that was a necessity. Uh, did anyone play I mean, this? That's probably for the female uh, audience more considering <clears throat> Sims. I I owned it. Um I had got I wanted a smaller new 3DS, so I got the bundle. I did not actually play mm -hmm. it. I gave the code to a friend. Cuz Mm -hmm. I really only wanted the console more than I want. I wanted mm -hmm. the console specifically for the faceplates. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah, they were pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but in America, you can't get the smaller 3DS by itself. You have to get it in one of those bundles because we don't. Mm, interesting. Yeah, right. You know, I remember the, something the, like that. The only, the only way you can get the smaller 3DS here in America is, um, like I said, through bundles. So. There's only been a couple. Mm -hmm. There was the red and blue anniversary mm -hmm. thing that had like the Pokemon uh, red and blue uh, faceplates. Oh, the yeah. There was the Happy Homemaker um, bundle that had the smaller mm -hmm. 3DS. I don't mm -hmm. know if there were any others. Those were the only two I can remember off the top of my head. But generally speaking, mm -hmm. they don't market the smaller ones in America that hard. They really only market mm -hmm. the larger ones. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And honestly, I think I find the smaller one to be more comfortable, anyways. 
Yeah, I actually own the, the smaller one too. And I didn't got any XL or something like that because, yeah, the same aspect as you. Um, it's just a little bit more comfortable because I have tiny hands. <laughs> like, I, I do play my XL, but nine times out of ten, like, if I'm going to go out and play my 3DS, I'm probably going to take, <laughs> like, if I'm on the go or something, mm -hmm. I'm taking my small mm -hmm. one. I want to just lounge around at okay, home yeah. with a bigger screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I was actually really jealous um, about one design you had in, in the US. It was the Galaxy design. That was awesome. That never launched in, in uh, Europe. Yeah, uh, one of my friends had that. one is pretty cool. Yeah, I loved it. It's just awesome. I liked it. And like, what gets me with Nintendo is that like, they're not like heavily like, <laughs> People keep on, like, Nintendo's looking at, like, the consumer base, or at least the vocal mm -hmm. minority, who are like, get rid of the 3DS, it's garbage, there's no point for it. And then Nintendo, <laughs> dead face, looks them in the face and goes, but new 3DS models, yo. <laughs> you assume. <laughs> yeah. Ex exclusive new 3DS model. Wh what are you complaining about? Mm. <laughs> why Why are you whining we have a brand new model 3ds a brand new special yeah. edition model for our legacy handheld why are you complaining buy it yeah. you mouth breathers <laughs> <laughs> and in the background you only hear the wallets ah! <laughs> right actually yes like yeah I'm all down for it, but as far as like this new the new model switch goes, if they're gonna do anything to change it mm -hmm. up, maybe make the screen a little less a little scratch resistant or something. I mean, it's plastic, so I don't know how much you can actually do with that. Um, well, I have um, a screen protector on my switch, and I don't know how I did it, and I I am carefully as hell with my switch um i put it into my dog and somehow i don't know how some of the screen protector is scratched and i have hmm. no idea how i did it it was a really yeah. tiny scratch you can mm -hmm. barely notice it but i have no idea how i did that and even with the screen protector on it there is a tiny mm -hmm. Call me yeah, dumb. The dog, Call probably, me... the dog is probably the part where they should yeah. revise more so yeah. than the switch itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, along yeah. with not Something making like the that. dock ninety dollars if you want to get a second one, because that's a little <laughs> garbage. Yeah. Ninety dollars for a piece of plastic that... and a small circuit board? Get off me, Nintendo. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, but then we didn't discuss lab, labo, labo, whatever you say. It's just cardboard, and it's I don't know how much is it. Uh, depending on the kit, I think one of the yeah, kits is like seven. Still less than the dock, I think. Yeah, either one of the. Kits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the dock really is really the most expensive. Dog's price. <laughs> It would be if it wasn't Nintendo. 
like I'm pretty sure Nintendo had Labo what? coming out, and they were and they were like, "How much do we price this dock?" And someone was like, "Yo, we could price for whatever we want. These kids are gonna pay it." And then like yeah. that one dude at Nintendo was like, "Yo, but price it less than the dock, though." What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, people <laughs> might at people might actually need a second dock. Nobody needs Labo. You have, actually, you have to actually be glad that they even supply a power supply for the Switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 The new 3DS not having the thing is like all right. The new 3DS in uh, other countries did it have a power supply? Uh, a, a, power, no. a power thing? It didn't have one mm-hmm. even for you guys. Really? The 3DS didn't have one either. Not just the new 3DS. Really? Yep. Huh. Okay. Well, I don't. I can't complain too much then. Never mind. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> shut. I'm gonna shut my mouth then and go back to being a lazy American. It's what I do best. <laughs> y'all yeah. just y'all just checked my privilege. I just damn. I wasn't ready for that today. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, we we complain about the new 3ds not having a power a power cable when it launched here, but our our normal yeah. th- our normal 3ds is even the later model stuff because I have a few of the special edition models all came with the power cable. But yeah, I bought the uh, Fire Emblem uh, one, the mm-hmm. XL, mm-hmm. and yeah, no power supply. I don't like. I know Nintendo's logic when they made the new 3DS was, oh, well, people probably already have a power a power cable, a power thing, so they mm-hmm. won't need another mm-hmm. one. Yeah, but here's mm-hmm. the thing, Nintendo, that you probably didn't think about. Um, if I'm most normal people who aren't me, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. are trading in their consoles to get the newer model, which means they have to trade in the power adapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> So, yeah. so Nintendo, I have to ask if I have to trade in my power adapter to get trade credit to buy the newer model of your handheld, <laughs> how do you expect me to power it if you don't give me a power adapter? Why do you they can apply the cre- You can apply the credit to the power adapter instead of the 3DS. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Nintendo. Just buy. <laughs> Just buy it. Never resell anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already kind of there. You... <laughs> I already have that problem. Kind of not as bad as it used, it used to be. Much worse. I've I've gotten worlds better than I was like a few years, like uh, six months ago. I was gonna say a few <laughs> years ago, but that would not be true. There would be nothing true about that statement. I would be lying immensely. <laughs> so the last segment for today are games that are coming out. We got The World Ends With You. That's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. When, CD? Um, when is that? Um, October 13th, I think. On the 12th. 13th. On the 12th. So 12th? next Friday. Okay. Ah, oh, Christ, really? Damn it. I thought I had more time. <laughs> That's no. the same day as with this Gaia One complete for us. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I was about to mm-hmm. say for you. For you. Yeah. yeah, for us. <laughs> uh, we got. Uh... I think it's 
this month or next month? I think it's sometime in the general future. I know it's coming out. I've been seeing a lot of people hyped for that. I'm like, I'm like a 50-50 on it. Personally, I, I understand why people are hyped, but I don't know. Wild West doesn't hold my attention as much as other things. Mm. Do. So for me, at yeah. least, eh, I might, I might not. I'll have to see. I need to pull up my new release, my new release list because I don't, I know there, I know there's quite a few things coming out. I just haven't been able to keep track of all of them. Oh, yeah, it's just too much. Yeah. Child of Light, the Ultimate Edition is coming out too, I think October 11th, uh, one day before the world ends with you. Jeez. Uh, ah, uh, Warriors Orochi 4. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That one uh, sold October. quite well in Japan. Mm, and they um, already Sonic. sold Luigi's Mansion 3DS is going to be hitting mm. on the 12th. Uh, yeah, true. If you're if you're into that kind of thing, yeah, we're getting we're getting Yoma Ra Yoma Wari by NIS. Oh, yeah, comes out October thirtieth. Mm. If you if you want to get your groove on, Persona Dancing. <laughs> Just dance. Yes, <laughs> Persona Dancing Endless Night. Is uh, hitting the Vita December fourth. More than likely, it's going to be digital because Vita game production is taking the long, the long walk. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch should be arriving. Yeah. On the nineteenth. I like. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. True. Nineteenth. Yeah. I I still don't. I still Dark Souls on the go. Idea. Now you can die everywhere. <laughs> you, you can die wherever you want to. Dream come true. It's exactly what uh, people want out of their Switch. A frustrating experience no matter where they go. Um, I don't think... I'm surprised. I don't see a lot of... Uh, a large amount of stuff. I I, I just assumed. I think we we're already partway through the uh, the big little. Oh, there's release. also a small title called Soul Calibur. Oh, that indie game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. indie game, Soul Calibur. Yeah, I've, I've heard about there's, that. There's Diablo Three. Crap, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, yeah, November 6th. Thanks a mm -hmm. lot. Thanks for reminding hey, okay, me. Okay, that's November. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is a long way off, but I'm kind of happy they actually have a release date on it. And that is the expansion of Shovel Knight, King of Cards, right. is finally coming out in April of hmm. next year. <laughs> <laughs> how long have we, How long has this thing been put to come out for? I feel I since feel... the beginning of the Switch. Christ, I'm yeah. pretty sure when they advertised it for the Switch, they had they had showed some gameplay for the King of Cards expansion <laughs> coming out, <laughs> and it's only just now getting a release date. Good for you guys. <laughs> I mean, well, if you know, mm -hmm. Club, Go ahead. Uh, the, um, they really Yacht Club games really 
poured their heart and soul into it though. So I can't really blame them for taking their time. I'd rather them take their time than rush it. Oh yeah. Shovel Knight's Shovel Knight's amazing. Oh yeah, and it probably went through a bunch of revisions. Yeah, and we have to consider that's the multiplayer expansion as well. Oh yes. I I forgot about that part. Yeah. So that's gonna take some testing. Yeah. So (laughs) all in all, I think they're on time. That's gonna take some testing. I'm sure I'm sure they've learned to not follow Mighty Number Nine on Oh. I mean, oh. that would be better than nothing. I hate you. <laughs> that, wow. that that whole Jeez. like that line was the worst. He the guy claims that was a mistranslation or like he didn't. He's like, I didn't say that or that wasn't the proper translation. I'm just like, yeah, but that's still bad <laughs> PR, homie. <laughs> Wouldn't yes. surprise me if that wasn't the right translation. That happens a lot. He's he's like, well, it's yeah, it's better than nothing, guys. You know, at least you got at least you got something. Stop, stop your whining, you entitled gamers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you entire you you entitled man babies crying about the game not being as good as you feel it should have been. How dare you? What do you mean entitled gamers? I thought gamers are dead. <laughs> Yo, that wasn't me this time, though. <laughs> you, ga- you gave me the setup. You gave me the setup. I had to take it. That wasn't me, though. I'm so happy. I didn't have to make the joke. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, guys. Like, episode seven, people are going to be like, guys, can you stop with the gamers are dead joke? It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny. It stopped being funny would... like three episodes ago. We'll just keep on going. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna keep pushing it until until the joke is official. Until you guys tell me to stop the joke, then I'll stop. But yeah. but until if we're looking uh, far ahead, as far as April next year, I mean, then we have to at least mention Monster Boy, yeah. which comes out in December. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let's go Eevee, Let's go Pikachu. Lolo. Yes. I had, I'm going to, I mentioned, I think the first show that I probably wasn't, I've had a slight change of heart. What? Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Okay. I said a slight. It's a it's. (laughs) Why? It's it's a slight change. It's a slight change of heart. Like, I'm pro, I might try, I might still try it. Just because, like, the way, like. Everything else about it seems good outside of like the one or two complaints I have. And if they can still deliver a satisfying experience despite those one or two things, it might still be worth my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, I, I can understand that. Now, something else coming out that uh-huh. I was ho- I was excited to hear about, but it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not coming out. Freaking uh, physically, the Atelier Arland series oh. deluxe. Oh yes! Ah right, the, rema- the, the remaster, the three-game remaster, and it's mm. not. It's probably going to be digital. Be, it's going to be digital, and more than likely, um, I have a reason to believe 
that is only going to be sold as a pack and not as like individual games. No, I think they. I think I've read it's going to be separately available each part. Really? Yeah, from what huh. I've read. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, it's, it's just it's just going to be cheaper in package. I think. Yeah, it will be. Definitely, it's the same thing they did with Shovel Knight. Yeah. Well, I mean. I might, this is, this is one of the few times where I might still, like, obviously I would prefer it physical, but in this particular hmm. case, I'm kind of like, eh, it's not a huge deal. It, dep it really I mean, depends it's... on the games for me. It, it really does. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's nice. It's, I think it's also coming out on Steam, so that's, yes. so that's good that coming... the start of this series is now also on PC. It's coming to Steam. Steam, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Hmm. Sorry, Xbox. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe um, next time. Oh, another big release. Outlast is coming to physical. October 26th. Pre yeah, but li limited run, right? Yep, limited run. They're doing uh... the first and the second physical. I'm glad I held out. Honestly, so happy. Limited run though just pisses me off. It does. It annoys Why? me to death. Because, dude, like if I can't pick it up in a reasonable amount of time, <laughs> I'm never gonna get it that way. <laughs> Yo, I mean, it's better than nothing, but still. <laughs> Womp womp. I, I have oh. to do it. Speak, speaking of limited run, Jennifer, did you get your uh, Thimbleweed Park release? Mm, no, not yet. It's held up in not customs in, Frank, in Frankfurt for since uh, uh, the 1st of October. Oh. Nice. Mm. And it's still uh, some, some way over here in Hamburg. <laughs> well, yeah. There's there's also the fact that Xbox fans, you guys, you you diehards in this desert that is the Xbox landscape. Woo! Square Enix is throwing y'all bone with the Kingdom Hearts collection. Woo! All right, they get they also get the uh the story so far collection. Yeah. Yes, it's mm -hmm. everything yeah. up until this point. So mm -hmm. Is it October 30th? I do not know. It's the end of the month. I know that. She don't know when. But I gotta give. I gotta give the Xbox. I gotta give uh, the Xbox gamers some credit, y'all. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. stuck it out this long, that's <laughs> that's dedication. And I think. And I think that pack was forty bucks. Yeah, it's not that expensive. That's a. That's a pretty good price for how many games you're getting, essentially. <laughs> like nine. <laughs> yeah. You're getting something like, around that. You're getting quite a few games. Plus, if they're following what they've done, like a few of the a few games are just going to be cutscenes only, mostly just the games yeah. that. Did. Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's it's the one point five, two point five uh, HD and remixes and, and, and the two point eight. Yeah, two point eight or whatever. <laughs> But uh, before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, they need to do a 2.95 repeating. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. 2.9 prequel chapter. 
Right. We can't. No. They, they need to prolong no. this as long as possible. No, don't give them ideas. If you're also into some, some RPGs, Tales of Vesperia is going right. to be Right. Yeah, the Toy edition there. All three. They're also doing, in America, they're doing the Anniversary Edition, which is a copy of the game, a metal case, a memorial art book, a three-set acrylic character keychains, and an exclusive diorama case, and that's going to be costing you $99. U.S.? uh, yeah, U.S. That uh, this one says the Americas, uh, the European and South Asian is actually more stuff. Uh, mm. Copy of the game, premium edition box, the art book. I mean the uh, the metal case, a four disc soundtrack. Wow. The art book, collectible card set, a pin badge, and a Chibi Kara sticker set, and that's looking like sixty nine year equivalent. For the PS4, seventy nine for the Switch. Hmm. Yeah, the I'll usual see. Switch premium there. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you guys. I think you guys killed it versus the yeah. American set. I don't think the American set's worth ninety nine. I think that's kind of garbage. Mm. The, mm. I think ours is straight up garbage in comparison. Uh, I think you guys get the better deal, but I also don't know how that sixty nine equivalency. Stacks out versus American. I don't know how that stacks out versus American, so it might be equivalent. Maybe. Mm, good question. So yeah, if you're into some tales, the Switch is getting a Tales game, which I think is a great addition to the Switch lineup to get. Even if it isn't a new Tales game, it's still a Tales game, and Vesperia is still a pretty it's, good game. Yeah, and no, it's it, the first time people outside of Japan can play it on something else than the Xbox. Yes, and it's the updated version um, yeah. that they released for PS3 in Japan. Completely voiced, just not necessarily with the same voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Troy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you think? What you think I'm gonna hold back? No, not this no. show. No, no, not me. No, no. Nope. No, no. Come on, guys. You you see my you see my Twitter rants. You know you know how I get. Seen them. Yeah. <laughs> Heard the miss. <laughs> my my Twitter rants are like are like six tweet, you know, fucking marathons. I I don't stop. They're legendary. That's just that's just who I am as a person, though. I can't even help myself. I you know what? Say, though, I will say on another note. Why does Nintendo feel like they could charge more for their their version? That's what I don't get. Cartridge. Yeah. Portability, cartridge price. Yeah. So are you? So you're telling me we're this is the N64 all over again? Yep. Essentially. Okay. It's nice to. It's nice Welcome to, to the nineties. It's nice. It's nice to see that history repeats itself. 
Oh yeah. But at least this time they do actually have a better console on their hands in comparison. <laughs> I I have I have fond memories of the antique. I have one small question now. Mm -hmm. Just just refresh my memory. Is the I know for a fact the PS4 is not region locked, correct? It's yes. not actually. Yeah, no. that's right. The P the PS4 mm -hmm. is not region. No, that that premium. I, I might still get. I might just import that premium edition. It's very. There's a very strong chance I'm just going to import that version. Even yeah. If I so sixty nine ninety nine would translate to around eighty dollars. Yeah. What? Get off me! Why? <laughs> Why? That is gar. All right. How much? That's garbage. Why? That. <laughs> what? Why am I paying more for less? I am upset. <laughs> I am I am visibly upset. Now wow. for once now Come for down. once you know how we usually feel. Yeah. This is True. this is this is straight. Why am I paying for less here? You know And this and this isn't even like like me just being nonsensical. You guys get a four to soundtrack. This is garbage. I am importing this. I am not buying this from my native country. Dude, they got cards too. Freaking am, trading cards. I am doing this on principle. Yeah, no, I'm getting it from Europe too. Uh, well, I think that's all I have. I think that's all we have for today. Well, there are a few more releases that are we could really? mention. Yes. Well, yeah. November, There's... we get the updated World of Fan Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Maxima update. The... Oh, yeah. Okay, World of Fun. Okay. Yep. Did any of you play that? Uh... Um, yes. Not yet, but I've seen, I've watched uh, playthroughs of it. It's surprisingly fun i liked mm -hmm. it it's interesting i don't know it's like pokemon kind of yeah essentially yeah but with a better battle system in comparison yeah way better um no it's it's fun and i mean stacking mechanic yeah i had fun with it and mm -hmm. it, it's beautiful the only thing that might annoy people is, oh, what's it? I forget the name. The art style isn't uh, to everyone's taste. Yeah, the art style. But I'm talking like one of the characters. Mike, do you remember? It's like I that. Do not. Okay, the it's main like a white... uh, guy? Yeah, the one that accompanies the main guy and the girl. Uh, and he always says the. Like he has a very specific speech pattern that annoys a lot of people. Mm. He'll say he'll randomly say the dash whatever. Uh, yeah, right. That. So if he's asking me like, "How are you doing?" It's like, "How are the you doing?" Tama. Yes. There you go. So mm -hmm. if you if you're a gamer and you're waiting for something from Idea Factory to come to the Switch. Barry Fencer F. Yes. Dark yes. Force is getting a switch, uh, getting a switch port. I did not play mm -hmm. much of this. I actually played more of the PS3 Fairy Fencer F 
that mm-hmm. came out. I played that one quite a bit. I did not. Mm-hmm. I think I have this digitally on my PS4. I just haven't started it because it went on sale for like super mm-hmm. cheap, and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's essentially an improved version of it. So that was cool. I'm actually. They... I'm gonna be honest. If like even even if a lot of these are ports, I think Nintendo is getting it right as far as just having a variety. Like, for Christ's sakes, mm-hmm. Oddworld Strangers oh, yeah. Wrath is getting an HD port to Switch. What? <laughs> what? And still, Final Fantasy VIII isn't. Well, see, you have to... <laughs> with, with Oddworld, you have to remember, it came out on iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. So what they also, really have to change it also much? Had, it also had a really terrible port to PC years ago that took them, I think, like six months for them to finally patch and fix. Nice. Well, I've, yes, I've... they will ha- have to adapt things just on the port side because <laughs> you now have actual controllers, not just a touchscreen. So the fact that that's getting a launch is... I'm surprised that's even coming to Switch. That is, that's just not a game I would have went like, oh yeah, Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath. That's totally the game we need on the Switch. <laughs> totally. When I, yeah, absolutely, totally. That's exactly why I bought a Switch. This game is. I can just imagine that there's a Switch owner out there who was like on the fence for buying a Switch, and then they were like, Stranger's Oddworld, Wrath. Wait, what? Instant buy. Uh, bonus. <laughs> Instant buy. Day one. Yes. Say, Set. Say what? <laughs> Have to buy. Must own. Uh, oh, Bastion N. Oh, that was that's. Oh, Bastion was earlier this year. Transistor is uh November. Coming yeah. Spyro is coming out for PS4 and Xbox. Yeah. Just want to make a note that all the games that we're mentioning are. The larger launch, the larger AAA, some of the indie launches. This isn't including the fucking giant amount of indie stuff that comes out to Switch mm. on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can keep up with how many games come out to the Switch. No. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone in your grandma's coming to Switch. Yeah. Because they've, they've announced some, like, oddball titles for the Switch so far. Like, Langrisir 1 and 2 remakes. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming for PS4 uh... and Switch. When they announced those, I was like, wait. Oh, Saints Row the Third is getting a Switch mm. port. Yeah. Uh, Grandia, yeah. One, Grandia 1 and 2 are getting mm. Switch HD. ports. I can understand that. It's Saints Row. Just there's a lot of like I gotta I gotta give Nintendo like just a little bit of credit when it Yeah, they're definitely doing better than with the Wii U at mm. this point. Mm. In yeah, terms but, of third party. Yeah, yeah, but getting getting even a couple games would have done them better than the Wii U. That's true. <laughs> they they wouldn't have to get this many games. They just need to get like two or three games, and they could instantly be like, "We have more games than the Wii U did, guys." <laughs> well, maybe not quite, but uh, yeah. Come on, the Wii U's not that bad. 
it struggled. It, the only thing I'm pissed about the Wii U is Fatal Frame wasn't physical in Canada or in the Americas, period. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, Wait, was, it was really hard was to it, get. It wasn't even physical in Canada? No, I think it was only physical in Europe. Yeah, but possible. even here it was really rare and hard to get. I mm. don't own a Wii U, but yeah, I haven't seen this game around. Yeah, <gasps> you don't own a Wii U? No. Ah. I don't it's own a Wii U. Gusting. Yeah. No. She <laughs> has. She has actual taste, Fernando. She has taste. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> She didn't. She didn't need to review games for the Wii U. Oh, okay. <laughs> and not. And not. I mean, to be to be fair, reviewing games for the Wii U must have been like super easy. There was only like what twelve of them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. It was like one game every five months. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have like, Absolutely. Like you have like more downtime than anything else, right? It's like, well, reviewed my well, game for the next for the next half year. Time to, go, <laughs> time to go back Just to twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> no, that was a dark time. That was a dark time. Have they? I'm yeah, I... this up. They still have not announced a uh, a date for the uh, port of Dragon Quest XI for Switch, have they? No, no I'm think... next year, sometime next year. Just, my problem yeah. with this, my problem with this is that I just don't know. I guess it's a matter of like, are people gonna care? You know what I mean? Like when you when mm. you separate your launches out on a game that should have just launched for all the consoles at the same time, when you do this, do people? I mean, we've seen this before. Like when Watch Dogs came out, I know that was not a great game, but it didn't come mm -hmm. out until like what, like six months, mm -hmm. some ridiculous amount of time after every other platform had got it, and like nobody cared. Well. So, you gotta remember, like I, I think we that I touched base on this in first uh, podcast. It's the portability, right? Uh, same with um, Disgaea Five. The fact that it sold gangbusters mm -hmm. on the Switch, and oh, yeah. it came out way later than the PS4 version. So that that goes to show that there is a market for the portability. And we've had several other games that got ports uh, for the Switch and sold the best on that platform. Yeah, and I mean... Uh, several indie developer... games, of course, but still, that's... Blows yeah. So far, that market is definitely mind. good. Every time. It blows mm. my mind. I can't, I can't fathom. <laughs> you know what? Me personally, me personally, like... I would I would forget the game was coming out if I had to wait that much longer after the game's <laughs> launch. Yo, surprise! I would, I would forget. Like I would be that dude who would forget about the game entirely, walk into GameStop on a random Wednesday afternoon, and be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, Dragon Quest what the hell? Launched on Switch. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, yoink. When did this When did this happen? I don't remember yeah. ever coming out. Yeah. No. But hey, if we we're talking about upcoming releases, we can't forget the this game. 
the first game ever to feature women in it, Battlefield 5. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You go, you, you go do this at the end of the show? You go do this at the end of the show? It's <laughs> for the next, you know? Okay. All right. I, I'll let you off the hook this time. You get you get in the next time, though. You're going to drop this at the end of the show. <laughs> he said, everybody, battle. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I can't. I can't. I, can't. I, can't. I tried so hard. I can't say it with a straight face. That's literally impossible. You heard it. You heard it here first, boys and girls. The first game to ever feature a strong female protagonist is actually Battlefield. Five. This is this is the this is a big step for women in video games. Yes. Big step. Big yeah. step. Round of applause. Yeah. We're we're making we're making big moves here in the video game industry. And I bet they're all wearing bunny costumes, you know. <laughs> IGN's gonna be mad about this. That's yeah. that's probably gonna be DLC. Yeah. <laughs> to, well, to, go, yeah. To, to go along with the uh, historical accuracy of having prosthetic limbs and cricket bats. Yes, but of course you have to buy the, the deluxe bunny edition for that. Mm-hmm. So one last thing I want to talk. One last thing I want to bring up is the fact that I think I brought this up one other time. It was like Rondo of Blood and uh, Simpson and Knight coming to PS4. Mm. Konami, Konami, listen. Oh yeah. Konami, listen. You don't gotta bring this to Xbox. You don't gotta bring this to PC. But there's a little console by the name of the Switch. That would really dig this. This, this, this in particular would literally be the most on-the-go thing I could possibly imagine. Castle, these, the, these two Castlevania games especially are perfectly good for like oh, on-the-go yeah. gameplay. So oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, Konami, I need you to, I need you to stop being stupid long enough to realize this. And not make this a PS4 exclusive. Oh, that that's a tall order. The thing is, maybe they have some kind of agreement with Sony, given that Sony apparently is helping them with the emulation side. Well, we all we've all seen how we've all seen how <laughs> Konami does with remasters of their games, right? <laughs> Silent Hill two and three. <laughs> that's good, huh? <laughs> For those of you who don't know about Silent Hill 2, to be more specifically, and it's terrible emulation and port on the PS3, I'll actually include a link to Digital Foundry's op-ed video on Silent Hill 2. It oh, is, that's it is, good. It is incredible, and you need to watch it to understand just how bad the PS3 <laughs> and Xbox 360 ports really were. Oh joy! Oh, it's it's glorious. It's th- it's a thirty minute video, but it's worth watching. Oh my gosh! It's it's worth it. Yeah, Digital Foundry usually makes good videos. Are there any other anything else I've missed? There's uh, there was a lot. I don't think there was anything else. Nothing oh, that I can think of. 
Yeah. Dark Siders 3, Just Cause 4, Earth Defense Force 5. Yes. Of course he can find more. <laughs> I know now. Mother <laughs> <laughs> is finishing. And that small indie title called Fallout 76. Man, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no one playing indie titles in 2018. Hey, especially Fallout. Nah. Yeah. That's so nah. last century. People people stop playing Fallout after the third. Yeah, we don't speak of the fourth. We don't. There's no bias to what I just said there. I'm just saying. Nah. <laughs> I'm not biased. I don't have I don't have any biases. I'm a completely uh, objective unbiased voice in the gaming industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I couldn't say that with a straight face either, could yeah. you? There's, 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 there's a reason why I don't claim to be anything more than just an asshole who plays video games. Because <laughs> I would never get away with it. Like, I could never, I could never, like, write a review. Because what? I couldn't. Oh, come on. I you can try. I, I couldn't. No. <laughs> because like half of the stuff I would review, I'd have to have in giant text. I am a fan of the series. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's probably going to be pot. Like, I couldn't write a review on Disgaea. On any Disgaea game. Because I'm going to go in expecting it to be amazing. I'm going to walk out saying that it was amazing. It was amazing, guys. <laughs> my, my review for Disgaea 6 would literally be... Buy it. Best game. 10 out of 10. 100 out of 100. Best game. Best game. Best game. <laughs> best game oh, God. 10 out of 10. Have you, have you bought this game yet, guys? Because if you haven't bought it, you should buy it. It's, it's worth buying. It's a great game. Perfect game. <laughs> no flaws whatsoever. Exactly what and you while, buy. And while we're good. objective, could you uh, could you take a objective peek at your second screen? Yes. It's, it's oh. still recording. Very good. Is it working? working? Yeah, yeah, it's still it's it's working, guys. The, the, the oh, show is still going. I, I just yeah, I would think we should we shouldn't going. have waited this long to ask. We should have asked sooner. No, I, I've had it on my second screen the entire time. I've been checking the uh, audio levels. No, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because I can. I don't. I have hey. two. There's two audio bars for like one that represents you guys and one that represents me, and uh, they both okay. have been working the entire show. So more than likely, yeah. we've had audio the entire show. If not, oh, well, you know, <laughs> third time's a charm, kids. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> I think one, one problem podcast. per cast is enough. The only, the, only, <laughs> the only podcast held together by toothpicks and glue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a positive oh. individual when it comes to tech, when it comes to technology, Always. everybody. Always. No. All right, I'm going to end the recording. The recording. <laughs> what did you think I just forgot? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I just wanted to double. Just wanted to double check. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, Th thanks, guys. It's cool. Remember last time? 
we were we were all talking. We we're like, oh yeah, that was a good episode. And all of a sudden, uh, OBS didn't record that. I have good. I have good news and bad news. news. Bad news. What do you want first? <laughs> and you assholes both. You assholes all pick the bad news first. You're not supposed to do no. that. Well, no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. I was okay. like, good, I was like, good news or bad news, and you guys were like, hit us the bad news. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you got it. it. <laughs> you asked for it. Well, I thought, okay, I I thought the good news would pad it out, but that backfired. Nah, no, they didn't. The the only good news I, I had don't... was that was a great show. The bad news, yeah, was, no. none of it, <laughs> was, none of it was recorded. Almost so. none of it. Yeah. 